Welcome to the Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide Podcast with Bishop K.B. Ransford. Say thank you, Jesus. Begin to bless God, exalt Him, magnify Him. Set His name above every other name. Son of the living God. Say thank you, Jesus. Say, Father Lord, tonight, come and occupy, come and touch our lives that never before, and your name shall be glorified. We thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing, for what you have done, and what you are about to do in our lives. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you clap for the Lamb of God? Amen. Place it on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. Let's go to our key scripture, First Samuel 18, and the verse number 12. Now Saul was afraid of David. Now Saul was afraid of David. Because the Lord was with him. Because the Lord was with him. But he departed from but Saul. But he had departed from Saul. One of the things you need to understand. When you carry the head of Goliath, you don't ignore your soul. Hallelujah. You don't ignore your soul. But when God is with you, it will attract enemies. He says, Saul was afraid of David. Why was Saul afraid of David? It's because God was with David. I see God being with you. I see God being with you. I see God being with you. In the name of Jesus. Now 13. Therefore Saul removed him from his presence and made him his captain over a thousand. Watch me. Saul promised David marriage. But out of that marriage, there was a setup. Hallelujah. And one of the things I want God to open your eyes, there are two things. You are dealing with Goliath, who is external. And now you are dealing with Saul, who is internal. Now Goliath, that you dealt with, was the one who was becoming a standing block in your life. So you have taken Goliath out. And his head is in your hands. Now, there is also a vessel where the blessing is designated for you to claim it. And that person is Saul. And now Saul also is blocking David from assessing the blessings. Are you getting the revelation? Should I repeat myself again? Goliath was external. He was the one that was against the destiny of David. And not only David, but the whole Israelite. And David's breakthrough was connected to Goliath. His marriage was connected. His blessings was connected. As a matter of fact, his kingship was connected. So he was able to defeat Goliath. And God handed over Goliath to David. Number two. Now the blessings needs to be handed over. And there is a vessel that needs to hand over the blessing to you. And that is so. Are you getting the revelation? Goliath was not holding the blessing. He was connected to your blessing. 
So he disconnected Goliath. And now the one that the blessing is with is now also fighting you. Are you getting the mystery here? Amen. So you are dealing with external and internal. So you carry the head of Goliath, but don't ignore the soul. Because Goliath is dead and gone. Now soul is a vessel that your blessings or your door needs to be released through. Your blessings was connected to Goliath. Goliath was not releasing it. You disconnected Goliath against your blessings, but the one who is supposed to release your blessing is Saul. So you are dealing with two figuratives here. One, you are filled with him. You carry his head in your hands. But now, you are getting to where the promise is. Because it was not Goliath that promised you the marriage. But your marriage was connected to Goliath. And now it's in the hands of Saul. It's Saul that made the promise. Goliath didn't make any promise. Goliath was just connected to your blessings. Do you understand the revelation now? So we have switched from external to where? Eternal. That is a soul who is assigned to release your blessing. Are you getting the revelation? Saul was assigned to give David the marriage. Saul was assigned to bless David with the wealth. Saul was assigned to bless David with tax exemption. And as a matter of fact, the kingship. But when you go to 1 Samuel 16, you could see that in the mind of God, God had to go ahead and anoint David. The Lord told Samuel, why do you grieve so long? I have a king for myself. Go and anoint David. And Saul was also then in power. So Samuel asked the Lord, how can I go there if Saul is still there? Because Saul will kill me. He said, go as if you are going to do your normal sacrifice. And when you get there, I will show you. Wisdom. Someone say wisdom. So in verse Samuel 16, David has already been anointed as a king in the spirit. But he was going through preparation. But he has not yet been unleashed and exposed or launched. And after that anointing came upon David, the same David was even becoming a blessing to Saul. And Saul himself even told David that I don't want you to go to your father's house again. Now can I ask you a question? Why is it that after killing Goliath, Saul was asking, who is this guy? So in the realms of the spirit, God was able to blind Saul from seeing the identity of David. But this same David was the one that was playing the harp when Saul was not okay. When Saul was tormented with the evil spirit. He was doing it then in 1 Samuel 16. And now when you come to the 1 Samuel 17, it was now he was preparing to kill Goliath. And now look at the questions. 
after David had killed Goliath, look at the questions from Saul. He said, who is this son? Are you getting the revelation? So sometimes, when your time of elevation has not yet come, God has the power to preserve you. And not allowing your enemies to see. Because he was the one that they want to call him. They called David to be playing the harp for Saul in 1 Samuel 16. Anytime there's a problem, they call the guy. But why is it that now, that after killing Goliath, he was asking, Who is this guy? Who is his father? But he knew his father in 1 Samuel 16. I'm trying to give you a little background. That he was ordained in the spirit as a king, but he was not yet unveiled because there was a soul at that point in time. So sometimes God can anoint you in the spirit, but because there are some souls in your life, he will hide you. Because you cannot operate while the soul is there. Now watch me. Now King Saul was anointed by God. It was the same someone that discovered Saul. It was the same someone that told Saul that the presence has left you. I guess in the point now. And the same Samuel is the one that anointed David because he was concerned about the huge disappointment. What has happened to Saul? And the Lord told Samuel, How long can you grieve? How long can you be worried about this Saul? I have a king for myself. And he mentioned the name of the guy, David, and the father, Jesse. He said, amongst the sons, don't look at people with structure. Don't look at people how tall they are. And that is where that scripture came into view. She said, God looks in the world, inward. But man looks at the outward. So I'm trying to give you a brief that he was anointed in the spirit. And that is why when Jonathan had an encounter with David, he took off his robe as a confirmation of the prophecy that God gave to David through Samuel. And that prophecy can manifest through a bloodline from where? Saul's house. Let me allow God to open your eyes. Say, open my eyes. Listen, Jonathan was the son of Saul. So the kingship is connected to him. And you cannot bypass the bloodline. But when the bloodline is able to come out of their hearts and out of his spirit to give it the rope and everything is a confirmation. You see, that is the mind of God. That is why there was a covenant. So the covenant reaffirmed the anointing. That Samuel anointed David of. So if you don't belong to the bloodline and now Jonathan had a covenant with David, and gave him his robe. I guess in the revelation here. And everything about the kingship is a sign that the bloodline has accepted what God has spoken. And it takes a bloodline to confirm the prophecy of God. Why? Because there's a rules of engagement. God is a God of process. God is a God of understanding. Because remember, he anointed Saul 
So regardless whatever happened to Saul, Saul was anointed. That is why I said, touch not. Remember, when there was a problem with Saul, David said, he should cast himself to touch the one that God has anointed. Are you getting the revelation here? Because regardless of the presence leaving the guy, there was an anointing. So in the mind of God, for that prophecy to be confirmed, God had to use the bloodline. And that is the bloodline of Jonathan as the son of Saul to confirm what Samuel declared upon David in 1 Samuel 16. That was the rules of engagement. Spiritual understanding. You get it now? So it was very difficult for David to just jump into the kingship without a confirmation of the bloodline. Otherwise, there will be fight. You are not in this family. How can you be a king here? It's only for the royal seat. Where are you coming from? But you see the mind of God. You see how deep God thinks. He doesn't just break protocols. Because Saul was also anointed. He anointed him. So the anointing is upon his head. But he needs a seat from the same family to confirm anointing. And he came through a covenant. That is a Jonathan had a covenant with David. That covenant is just not ordinary. It's a bloodline covenant to confirm the prophecy upon the life of David through Samuel. That is why when David became a king, he said, is there anybody in Saul's house for the sake of Jonathan that I may do him good? And Mephibosheth was there. And that was a seed from Jonathan. He didn't say, is there anybody in Jonathan's house that for the sake of Saul? No. He said, is there anybody in the house of Saul for the sake of Jonathan because of the covenant of the kingship that I may show him what kindness and Mephibosheth also came from the bloodline of Jonathan. So he deserves the kingship what royalty. That is why David treated him very well because he's a seed of the throne. Are you getting the mystery here? So what was happening here? It was not just ordinary. No. There was a rule of engagement that David can never be a king if Saul is there. And watch me. Saul was ordained and anointed by God. It's the same prophet somewhere that conferred the prophecy. He told him that you were a king. He didn't even know. And when the presence also left, it's the same person that looked at him and said, the presence has left. And when Saul also went to inquire about his situation, someone also appeared again. That's a spiritual authority. When he went to the other medium, if you read the book, he said what? Samuel, they saw the ghost of Samuel. And Samuel was saying, why do you wake me up? It's not about the waking up. It's about the spiritual connection. The anointing doesn't die. 
Are you getting the revelation? So I'm trying to give you a background that David was already anointed, but not yet to be what released into kingship. There's another side. I'll let God open your eyes. You see, David, as much as he was ordained as a king, it was a preparation ground for him. We have the first anointing. There's an anointing that can come upon you to prepare you. And we have another level of an anointing. When it comes upon you, you are launched. That is why the secret about the kingdom of David is because he went out prematurely. Even though it was an opportunity. So the fighting never ceased in his kingdom. That is another side of the message. That is why every day he was fighting. Because he didn't finish his pastoral dream. He took the sheep and gave it to another shepherd. So he didn't complete the Bible training. You got it? He didn't. God didn't send him to go and fight Goliath. He was sent by his father to go and give food to his brothers. So I'm trying to give you another flip side of the battle. But our main focus is Goliath. Are you guessing the revelation? So he said, therefore, Saul removed him because Saul made a promise that anybody that kills Goliath, I'll give that person a free marriage. No lobol. Everything is paid for. Just go and enjoy. I get to the point. So in the mind of Saul, he had his first daughter, the eldest daughter, Meribah, in mind. And he told David that I'll give you Meribah, my daughter. That is where we heard from Saul, telling David himself. The first one, David heard it. But now it was a confirmation from Saul. Sometimes you can hear, but you need to hear the confirmation from the source. I need to care for Jesus. So, he told him that I will give you my daughter. And that was the eldest, Meribah. In the Hebrew translation, it means increase or abundance. But because Saul, the presence has left him. You see, when the presence leaves you, you behave like your enemy. You, be, you behave like an animal. When the presence leaves you, you operate like your enemy. And now you become an enemy. It's not because you don't like it. It's because what was preserving you is not there. What was controlling your heart is no more there. What was empowering you is no more there. So you are not under any covering. So if the presence of the Lord is absent, then what is present? Are you getting the mystery here? So now, he said to himself, this guy, let's make a plan. Okay, let's go guy read. Made him his captain over a thousand. And he went out and came in before the people. Listen, when you carry the head of Goliath, as much as you don't ignore your soul, but it promotes you. 
there was promotion but ladies and gentlemen it is not every promotion you are excited to send some promotions some promotions can be a setup to shortcut your life whatever Saul was doing he was setting up David he wanted to kill the guy it will never be your story it will never be your story Saul Jesus so he made him a captain this he said he's not a captain he's he was right reporting to Saul you can be a captain of the army and you can be a captain to the major general close you are close you are working for the major general so that was Saul's captain and he made him what and a soldier a captain of what thousands and he made him his captain I said Jesus is the captain of our ship Amen. I said, Jesus is a captain of our lives. Amen. We don't owe any captainship. Amen. We align every captainship to Jesus. And he went out and came before the people. He showed him to the people. Why? 14. And David behaved wisely in all his ways. You see, regardless of the level that God will place in your life, regardless of you becoming a warrior, regardless of you having the head of Goliath, you must operate wisely in the midst of your soul. Tell your neighbor, operate wisely. So wisdom prevailed here. You see, wisdom is able to make you handle your enemy very well. It's not that you are weak, but it's because you are wise. Come on, says because you are wise. Because you are wise. Therefore, when Saul saw that he behaved very wisely, he was afraid Listen, of him. Regardless of the head of Goliath, in the midst of your soul, when you operate in wisdom, your enemy becomes more afraid of you. There's no way you can pray. It's when you know how to behave well. He said more. So the increment, when your wisdom is increased, it brings fear, more fear upon your souls. It should be your story. Amen. It should be your story. Amen. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So wisdom is paramount in your elevation. It's not about how you pray. It's about how you behave. And the more you behave well, the more your enemy is afraid of you. Listen. Regardless of God, open your eyes to see the way they are thinking about you. Keep on operating in wisdom. When they are angry, just smile within your heart. Say, I know you. So sometimes you have to operate in wisdom. In all your ways, it makes your enemy to be afraid of you. So behave what? Wisely. Tell some behave wisely. Not sometimes, always. When you miss being wise, the enemy will get you. So it must be what? Always. And the word always means Saul has been monitoring the guy. Let's finish the 17th. But all Israel and to die. 
loved David because he went out and came in before them. You see, when you carry the head of Goliath, it attracts love. People appreciate you. People love you, but don't ignore your soul. Let me get to the 17. Then Saul said to David, Here is my older daughter. Listen, Saul said to David, He said to David, But in the battle, David heard it. That the king said, But when he finished killing Goliath, Saul himself said to David, I see a prophecy coming to you. Amen. I see a direct message coming to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Shout Jesus. Amen. It will not use any medium. It will use the heads. Amen. Any head of breakthrough you are believing God for. I see God giving it to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Why? Then Saul said to David, Here is my older daughter. Mirab, I will give her as you as, as a wife. Listen, he said, This is my elder daughter, right? Mirab, I will give that one to you as a what? Wife. And Mirab in the Hebrew translation means increase or abundance. How can a king make a promise and still lie? You see, when the presence leaves you, Lies become part of your jacket. When you lie, you don't even think. You think you want to justify Shout Jesus. Amen. Shout Jesus. Jesus. And he said, No, I was operating in wisdom. No, no, no. You cannot operate in wisdom and lies. Come on, shout Jesus. Jesus. Uh-huh. He said, I will give her to you as a wife. Mm-hmm. Only pavilion for me. And fight the Lord's battles. For Saul thought, Let my hand not be against him, but let the hand of the Philistines be against him. Watch me. You see, Saul had a mind. He knew that when he touches David, he will see. But now he wants to use the enemy of David to do the job for him. Sometimes your soul, they know when they touch you, they are suspects. And now they will use people to target you. Let the hand of the Philistine be upon who? David. Because he made a promise to who? To David about the, the daughter. Number two, he said, be what? Loyal to me. So when you are loyal to me, anything I tell you to do, you do. But I'm setting you up only pavilion for me. The and word pavilion, fa- meaning just what? Lawyer. Consistent. To me. And look at what he said. He said, and fight the Lord's battle. Look at the liar. Fight the Lord's battle. Fight the Lord's battle. But when you were sending David, you didn't tell him the Lord. You were giving him your what? Your weapons, your armor. It is David that said the battle belongs to the Lord. Amen. Shout Jesus. Amen. Are you getting the revelation? Amen. Uh-huh. And for, for sore thoughts, uh-huh. let That's my hand heart. not be against him. So as he sits there as a king, in his mind, 
He said, when I touch this guy, I'll be a suspect. But listen, in all these things that Saul is doing, the head of Goliath was still in the hands of the guy. It's because he's carrying the head of Goliath. That is why it has generated enviness and jealousy to make sure he's killed. We hope you were blessed by the word of the Lord. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on plus two seven eight three three four seven zero seven four nine. For daily decrees with Bishop, you can follow us on our social media platforms. On Facebook, search for Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide Miracle Center, and your life will never be the same again.